Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Hey, do me a favor. Why don't you check to see if you can look at your notes while you record? Oh, okay. I'm going to test it out myself as well. So let me know if it's successful with you. Huh? No, no I said uh, I'm going to test it out as well because I've actually never done that. Hey, actually, yeah, I can, I can do it all and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fine. Does the audio still come out the same like as I'm talking? Oh, yeah, dude. You're perfect, actually. Okay. All right, let's see if I can try that. Can you still hear me? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, wow. All right, so I'm going to do this. Hold up. Wait a minute. Swiggity, swiggity, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? I am feeling pretty good about this. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Okay, boom. Oh, I like this. Oh, heck, I don't have to stay in the app while I record. This is beautiful. Okay, this is the first time for me. Okay, wow. Dang, Paco, thank. Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Good, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm glad to have you here, man. How was your day? That's uh, wonderful, dude. Can't complain. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I said it's been really well. Couldn't complain. How about you, man? I'm good. I can't complain. I just got off work. Make some. Glad to be home. I mean, for Pete's sake, dude. I'm just glad to be home. Did you work? Did you work out today? Can you hear me? Poggy. Yeah, I'm here, dude. You, you there? I can hear you now. There must have been some kind of disruption. I can hear you now. Did you oh, work out here. today, bro? Oh, hell yeah, dude. It was, whew, man. Yeah? <laughs> I kicked my butt today. I got, a qu- I got a question for you, though, uh, before we get into the topic. Was it like an intensity workout where you like did a bunch of reps with low weights, or did you like work out for maybe probably for like an hour with high weights? I maybe did uh, with high weights with, for maybe just an hour. I wanted to start out slow for a little bit and so that my body can get used to everything once again because it's been quite some time since I've actually worked out. You still in pain? Huh? You still in pain? Oh, yeah. My body is <laughs> killing me right now. <laughs> just, just not used to it, dude. <laughs> no, right. I, I get you. I remember one time I was working out my calves for a good minute. And when I got up, when I got up for the morning to go to work, I fell right off the couch. <laughs> I was like probably like half falling asleep. Whenever the bad thing is, I was half falling asleep, like driving home. I was like, man, <laughs> I was like, Whoa. yeah, no, that's pretty dangerous. But okay, well, yeah, well, I appreciate you coming on the show. At least for the listeners' sake, we should just get right into it. But uh, welcome, everyone, to the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. Now, this is a special one we have today. Um, this is kind of a kind of in, in beta testing, if you will. This is, um, we, we call it uh, the True Guardian's Perspective, okay? And this is where we have one-on-one interviews or one-on-one talks with uh, guests on the show. Now, normally, we do have guests uh, that come on with Navy Man or Grim Bones or just with their usual co-host, but I, I would like to start doing a, a one-on-one special, and uh, we're going to call it the True Guardian's perspective. How does that sound? That sounds awesome. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, you better like it. No, I'm <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, welcome everyone to the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. Like I said, this is another special, and we do have Pocky here. Uh, what's up, man? Welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited. So today, we're going to talk about and for the other listeners that may have heard us talk about it previously, we're going to talk about the Shadow Keep trailer and the new Bungie Bike that recently just got released. And mm-hmm. it was it's it's a it's still an exciting time. Seriously. Oh yeah, it's a big hype, basically. Oh my god! Whenever I saw it, I got goosebumps. 
Oh, yeah. Well, take it away. Why don't you start off with the trailer? Go ahead. Oh, man. When I first saw the trailer, I, as soon as I saw basically almost the beginning and everything like that coming back, I was so excited. Then I saw a Titan basically Superman punch an ogre into oblivion. I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to run around smacking some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoo. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was kind of taken away. It was a lot of information. I think I told you the first time I was listening and seeing this information, I was on public transportation. So I had to hold in everything. Oh, dude, I was in my room. I was, like, hopping up and down. I was like, oh, it's about to go down, bro. They're bringing it back. Like, seriously. I was excited. So, well, when I first saw the trailer, um, you and I both know I, I, I love anything dealing with the hive, especially oh, hive yeah. weapons, right? Oh, definitely, yes. And um, my mind, so not only when you saw the trailer, you saw enemies that we've fought and defeated before, right? Oh, oh definitely, yeah. So you saw Crota, you saw Gull, Eight. you saw... Atheon. I, I think that's a gate lord. Well, I know Atheon is... So? Well, I, okay, I know Atheon is a type of a gate lord, but uh-huh. I don't know. I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I and I do know. I guess based off of what we're seeing, well, I was I was more excited to see Crota than anything. Oh my god, yes. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, Crota is just amazing. I don't know, but uh, when when you see the trailer, most of the enemies you see, they're not all the same, right? You see, you saw Tanix, you saw Skolas. So these are different enemy factions that are being. That, that are being resurrected from the dead, which is very strange to me because it's not just hive related. It's it's not just hive, it's darkness, period, right? Exactly, yeah. And I guess the theme, based off of what the developer said, was that these are like our nightmares coming back to life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and it's Eris's fault. Yeah, because she's basically bringing everything back, which I don't understand why, but she's going to. Right, <laughs> and, and it doesn't make any sense to me but at the same time, it doesn't surprise me as well, because even though she would fight on our behalf and I guess she would do things for us. But she also we also found out that her and the queen had this whole plan to get Oryx dethroned. And she kind of knew, you know, from the get go, what was going to happen, who was going to die. And, yep. um, you know, I guess we understand we, you know, someone like that is misunderstood, but. Also, just looking at Eris and what she's gone through, she's constantly being influenced, I believe, by high magic. Oh, goodness, yeah. You can just tell I mean, by it. The I, mean, look, the, I mean, the chick it has acolyte eyes and this bleeding goo from her eyes. <laughs> I don't even understand. And I, I think yeah. one cool thing I've noticed in the trailer as well is uh, I, I'm a big, like, uh, like I said before, I'm super excited to see new Hive weapons. I'll even take a weapon returning. I think you know what I'm about to say, right? Yep. Oh, I want I you know. to say it for me. Go ahead. You want the touch of malice to return, bro. Absolutely. Are you freaking crazy? Duh. <laughs> uh, so like, I- <clears throat> we, both, we both thought that chain or beads that she was holding right there was, was uh, wrapped around the touch of malice. We both thought it. Yeah, I was looking for a dirty dish rag too, covering uh-huh. the gun. And yep, <laughs> dirty dish rag. That's funny. Yeah, man. Because uh, for the for the for the listeners that may not know anything about Destiny One, because this is a Destiny One weapon we're talking about here. Oh yes. And it's a it's a hive weapon, but you got it from killing Oryx, which is Crota's father, right? Yes. And it was a whole big quest step. And the cool thing about this gun is, is that. It's not only it looks cool, it sounds cool, mm-hmm. um, but the make the perks or the perks of the gun is really is what makes it really unique, right? Oh yes, oh yeah. So so uh, 
Yeah, when you when you so you can uh you can you can so without the special perk being activated, it's a pretty basic gun. It's not that exciting, but there's a cool perk where once you have one round one bullet in the magazine left, you can actually continue to shoot that last bullet in the magazine, and it'll be you'll have infinite ammo. You can keep shooting, and it sounds great, right? But the problem is, you you can you have infinite ammo at the expense of your health, right? Yes, and the cool thing is, you may have, you have infinite ammo, and it does more damage. But you're you're killing yourself with each trigger you pull. Yes, and what makes it really cool is other and there's another there's other side perks that actually help you on the way. So, this perks where the uh, the longer you fire the weapon, or, or believe the more damage you take, the more accurate the more the more accurate you are shooting a target. Yes. Also, if you happen to kill three targets in a row, you get some of your health back, right? And, yes, if I'm correct. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a very unique weapon because some of the side perks, it's also it, it's it it's almost more beneficial for you to get hurt while you shoot the gun, you know. I don't know. It's it's very cool. I yeah. really like it. it. It you were amazing with that gun though. Like I when we would one v one, dude, we I could not touch you with that freaking gun. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> you just, that was just your that was just your gun. <laughs> oh, you said when we would one v one each other. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I oh yeah, it, it, it was pretty bad. It was bad. <laughs> um, it was a little bit of a pride thing because I remember uh, playing in skirmish or elimination, and that's when the that's when people could actually stay in the queue, and you could fight against the same people over and over. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's times where I would get messages. I, I would either get a message saying, "Wow, it's a good game. That's crazy." It was something really more positive, but there, it's mm-hmm. there's times where I would really get hate mail. Because oh, I'm using yeah. a, but how how could you you really couldn't really get mad you couldn't say I was trash because I'm using a gun exactly because you're using a gun that was taking your life force away like you know what yeah. I mean like yeah I'm I'm, pit, I'm pitting myself at a disadvantage and I'm still beating you yeah yeah I'm trash just, basically it uh, that gun took some sort of skill in the multiplayer for you to stay alive as much as you could yeah absolutely. You Absolutely, and look, and I and I, and I, have, to, I have to say this. Um, just to put it in context for the, for the people that may not know, we're talking about using this gun in PvP, okay? And, oh, yeah, it, and even using this gun in PVE, I mean, it's it's kind of silly, but it's still effective. You'll you'll find that one perk mm-hmm. where you get you get three kills and you get your health regen coming right back. It's it's effective there, but in PvP, it's just so fun. It's so gratifying to get a kill with that gun because it's it's unorthodox. Oh yeah, I mean, if someone said it was the palindrome. Or some kind of Vanguard Ooh. weapon, which doesn't make any sense to me because of the color. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I feel like when when people when 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 developers when Bungie decides to make a trailer, they put things in it that make an impact or an impression uh, to make you speculate enough to, you know, put on the uh, put on the uh, the tinfoil hat and say, "Oh my gosh, you're bringing this back! Oh, this is a cool hive weapon! Oh, what is the?" Uh, I don't think people think of the palindrome. In a trailer, even if it was effective, even if it was memorable. Oh yeah, right. Like, no, yeah, nobody would be able to tell if it was like a different shader or anything like that. That's what I'm saying. I think the point is that's why when when Bungie decides to uh, show off a gun in a trailer or, or or go out of their way to give a specific weapon some some camera time, then it's memorable for a reason, right? Exactly, because they need to have that same look for people to be like, oh hey. That's coming back. Oh, my God. It's like people were saying about the Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo is making a comeback. Yeah, Monte Carlo is making a comeback, but they didn't show it like yeah. they showed that. You see what I'm saying? Like, they didn't show the Monte Carlo off like they showed off the thorn of the last word. You feel oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I see what you mean. 
Well, right. The thing is, we don't think we really saw the thorn anyways. Was just the thorns hit the wall from the last word gameplay. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, a trailer. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. So it's like we didn't even like it was like the thought of us getting the thorn, but we weren't for sure getting it at all until they're like, "Hey, yeah, we're getting the thorn now." So well, absolutely. I would say even um, I even know the Monte Carlo was coming until someone took that clip from the Vidoc and slowed down the frames. And you see, like, the Guardian in the back holding it. I'm like, oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, I no, did on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, but it, it is a cool gun. People, a lot of people don't know this as well. The um, Another gun is coming back. What's it called? The Bad Juju is returning as well. That's guaranteed. Oh, yes. I Didn't I see – I think I saw an, an image of somebody get the catalyst for it, unless I'm wrong. I think you probably just saw the the, the – I think you saw, probably. I think you saw the catalyst in the database, right? Yeah, maybe that's part of, probably what it was. Because that's where normally a lot of people find this stuff. They're like, "Oh, well, it's in the database, so oh, it's it's returning," you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but look, before we continue on with the conversation in the Vidoc, and uh, we're gonna actually get to know you after the little the little break here. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hear a word from our sponsor. So what I'm gonna do, Pocky? You, obviously, you don't know this. I just end the recording here. And then I just reinvite you to another one. Okay. Oh, okay. That's fine. All right. Sounds good. All right. And now a word from our sponsor. All right. Welcome yeah. back. Hey, what's going on? Okay. So now this is the part of the podcast where we get to know the guest. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. So a lot of people don't know you. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, you're going to just do all the filling. I'm just going to ask some questions and feel free to be as long winded as you want. Okay. That's perfectly fine. Okay, cool. All right. So how are you feeling though so far? Are you feeling all right? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Good. I'm glad to have you here. Sweet. Okay. So, question number one. What brought you to the Destiny universe, and when did you actually start playing the game? Oh, goodness, man. Uh, well, clearly, from what we were talking about earlier, I started in D1. Um, when I was playing on the 360, I was a big Halo fan. So, of course, I was a big uh, fan of Bungie at the time. So, then when they released this new game called Destiny, it looked really, really cool. It looked like a lot of fun. It had like a mixture of Call of Duty and Halo mixed together, so I fell in love with it. So then I upgraded to an Xbox One, and I've been playing pretty much ever since then. Okay. Hey, so uh, your your gamer tag is Pocky. I didn't even put this in the questionnaire, but why is your name Pocky or Apocalypse? Why why do they call you Pocky? Oh goodness. Uh, well, I had this really long gamer tag that uh, I met one of my good friends, uh, Giggly Farts. Uh, he did not like calling me by my actual full gamer tag as X Mister Apocalypse because he said it was just way too long. So then he came up with the nickname Pocky. So then everybody that we played with started call, calling me Pocky, and it stuck. So then that's why I just changed my name just to that. It's just yeah. plain. So, you know how's uh how's um how's Giggly by the way? Uh, from what I know, he's doing good. He's just uh he's working a lot. He's dealing with a lot of family stuff right now. So I keep in touch with him. So. Okay, well, tell him I said, hey, honestly, it's been, it's been a minute. Oh, I definitely will, definitely. Okay, well, cool. All right, so number two, what keeps you coming back to play Destiny, you know, every day, week, month, slash year? What makes you keep coming back? I don't know. It's just it's just the love for the game, you know what I mean? Like, I love the grind, pretty much. Like, I like um, getting new roles of everything, basically. So it's just like, like yeah, it's just, it does kind of get repetitive, but it's honestly a good time consumer of just – keep staying occupied and everything like that the crucible is really what keeps me staying because the competitiveness that i'd like to do it just keeps me going okay i like that yeah so you're very <clears throat> you're very competitive but you also you like building something 
you know, that's, that's, uh, that's accustomed to your liking and it has a purpose because, you know, it's your play style. So it's something, you know, more accustomed to you. That's why you like it. Okay. Oh yeah. <clears throat> okay. So what's your favorite class and why? Ooh, I'm torn between a Titan and a Hunter, but mainly Titan's my, uh, my main. So I'm going to pick that one. It's just, I just like the bulkiness and the tankiness that he can pretty much do. My favorite thing is to do is shoulder charge. I know people that are listening are probably like, hey, yeah, you're a shoulder charge guy. Yeah, I am one of those people. But my favorite <laughs> thing to do, you know what I mean? So, just. I'm, I mean, look, I mean, you, you can't, I mean, you, you got to play the game, dude. So, like, on, it's, it's come to a point now where I'm, I'm kind of curious. So, the, we know the Titans have a, have, have a one hit ability. Mm-hmm. They've been had that. Warlocks now have a one-hit ability, which is the handheld supernova. Yep. That is so frustrating to me. I'd rather get shoulder charged. I hate that. Right? Oh, man, it's so annoying. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's, that's yes, fine. That actually takes me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, dude, I don't think the Hunters have a one-hit kill anything. Uh, No, unless they get, like, a lucky one-hit melee from something. I have no idea. But, yeah, they have, like, no one-hit at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, of course, they can – I think there's, I think, an exotic or two that can increase their damage or even one-hit someone. So I believe they have two gauntlets. So the Kepri Sting, um, that's back. Um, you know, you could poison your enemies, but also if you hit them from behind, it is like five times the damage. So that's that's good. But what about the other gloves? That I think it's called Gambler's or Gambler's Handshake or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the Gambler's Handshake. They um... – oh, goodness. I think if you take melee damage and if you do more melee, if you melee the person back, I feel like it does more damage as the output that you put onto that person. If I'm correct, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah okay. I believe so. But in terms of just hunters having a straight ability that can one hit anyone in the crucible, yeah. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see it either. Besides their super, which yeah. you know what I mean. So. Yeah, yeah, they need to stay in the dirt. They're trash anyway. Um. <laughs> 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 oh. So, what's your favorite exotic in D one and D two? Now, like it could be anything, armor, weapon. You can name multiple. What's your what's your what's your top three in D one uh, and in D two? So, do do three in, in Destiny one and three in Destiny two. There you go. Okay, so my D one exotics. Uh, I'm gonna be really cliche about it. Is because it was my first ever exotic from the Volta Glass uh, exotic loot chest was the Galahorn. That was my favorite rocket launcher as soon as everybody else's, which everybody wants back in D2. Um, my second and favorite exotic would maybe the Vex Method class is just because it had it was such a unique weapon and it was just based off the Vex, you know what I mean? It was, mm-hmm. just a, it was a great fusion rifle to use, especially in multiplayer. It was just, it was just absolutely beautiful. And I would probably have to say the Red Deaths to be my last one because it's just the health regen. It's just, it comes in handy a lot, especially during, like, strikes and stuff like that, especially raids when you, like, with some people that can't really stay alive, they can just use the Red Death and they can stay a whole lot longer for their teammates and stuff like that. So that's what I really like about the Red Death. Okay. If you're a betting man, do you think Galahorn will return in Destiny 2? <sighs> I would I would hope so, but I would just hope that it's not as overpowered as it used to be because how in D1 how it became a necessity to have whenever you would use it it would just get really annoying because then people would not get the chance to do raids or anything like that but if they do return it they just better not I would say ruin it almost for the other exotics like they did for the Whisper of the Worm yeah because <laughs> back in the day this is like this is like being on the phone right so yeah. you you, you... <laughs> 
you would like look for a group online, they will message you, and th- there will be these requirements, which is never really nothing wrong with having a requirement if you want oh, exactly. to join your no, group. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, the Gallowhorn was the one weapon people really wanted you to have. So yeah. in the Crota raid, they would ask you, hey, do you have Gallowhorn? As soon as you say no, it starts saying n- click. You're like, hello? Yep. Hello? You can't yes. from the party. <laughs> yeah, basically how it was. Oh, dude. I mean, yeah. as, as I see it now, I personally, I don't see a heavy rocket launcher being a big deal. Like, okay, first yeah. of all, the reason why the reason why I don't mind, I don't really care that a Gallahorn will be uh, a big deal. Uh, and, and coming back in Destiny 2, even if it was overpowered, it's because number, number one, yeah, you can be on. Sorry, nah, this is such a boring, <laughs> what a boring guest. No. Nah. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but um, no, one 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 reason is because it's in PVE content. It would, I believe there's so much more variety, uh-huh. so, 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 so much more weapons that do great deal of damage and that are pretty. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, versatile in usage. You know, they're they're all effective. Not all of them, but there's a lot of heavy weapons that are effective. So I don't feel like the Gallowhorn will overshadow everything. And even if it did overshadow everything, it's not like you're excluded. <laughs> From a yeah, race exactly. because you don't have it, right? Exactly. Because now, like with, I guess, how all the exotics are now, basically are, there's always room for potential for all the exotics to be used, at least in a ring. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the efficacy of all these exotics are just pretty, pretty much there. Not all of them, but mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're pretty much useful. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine Touch Malice coming back, man? You wouldn't even use that rocket. Oh. Listen, just imagine the well with a Touch of Malice. Dude, dude. Saying, dude. <laughs> like, that is just, I guess, a bit overkill right there. Because you could probably, well, probably one phase of bo- uh, boss mainly dude. if you just stand oh. there and just shoot the damn guy. Oh, know my gosh. I'm thinking I'm thinking about Gambit right now, bro. Whew. Just imagine somebody would invade and everybody just, like, completely just <laughs> beeline the guy that invades. He's he like would be he absolutely can, murked. Because he's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ha, ha, yeah, guardian, here I come. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Man, the freaking drifter would take off his pants. Oh, <laughs> yep. Oh my God, guardian, you took all the. <laughs> I don't know. I love when he gets. I love when he gets excited way more than Jax. I don't know. There's something about him. I love his charisma. Nice. Yeah. But I like hearing Shaq scream in my face, scream in my ears whenever I get some kills, though. It, it just, it's really soothing to me. Ah! <laughs> yeah, basically. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite? you have any favorite exotics? Do you even have a top three in uh, Destiny 2? In Destiny 2? Yes. Oh, boy. Uh... <laughs> and that concludes right. this podcast. Thank you very much for joining. it's funny um man that's really hard to choose actually um oh my gosh wow so that goes to show wow right um i think i like the legends of Acrius though it's a nice powerful shotgun to use against bosses and everything like that and it's a nice raid exclusive that you can get as a good reward from all that grinding that you do okay um you can just stick with one if you can't think of any other anymore no, nah, there, there's it's just hard really to choose from. Um, the Vigilant's Wing, that's a good pulse rifle, actually. I actually enjoy that. It's just basically just a beeline if you hit all your shots and everything like that. Okay. Um, I really think 
that's pretty much it. Because uh, any other um, exotic that I would really like would be something that they brought back from D1 mainly. So, okay. Um, no, that's fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I think in my mind, the reason why I can't, the reason why I don't jump on the bad, or it's not easy for me to point out certain exotics that, that, uh, I don't know, just, there's just a lot of exotics in Destiny 2 that just aren't being utilized, at yeah. least by me. By me, really. Oh, me too. Like, um, just the, the, I believe sometimes we talked about this before, but some of the perks are just too, uh, situational mm-hmm. yeah. for me to even use them ever. Yeah, exactly, because you're not always in those situations, but there's yeah. those main exotics where, oh, hey, I can just use this anytime I want to. Right, exactly, and I, um, I, I sometimes I just find myself using certain exotics just because I haven't used them, mm-hmm. or I find myself using Thorn a lot just because I like making dudes turn green. I like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Thorn's pretty nasty, though, so it's, I yeah, hate being I'm, killed by it, but, you know, it's it's a nice gun. It is a nice gun. Uh, okay, so if you could change, and this is the last question for you, but if you could if you could change or keep three things in Destiny 2, change or keep three things in Destiny 2, what would it be? Uh, change. Oh, goodness. I would change say the infusing system is what I would change. Is because, like, there's a lot of people out there that don't have the time like some of us do to actually do all the grinding and stuff like that. So if they had like multiple characters, they should be at least able to like infuse some of their higher gear for their characters. You know what I mean? It's just, so it could just be a lot easier. Like, yeah, it's going to be easy for everybody to do it, but I just feel it. It would be more fair to the other players. Okay. So I'm going to play devil's advocate real quick. Um, I, I know that was only one thing actually. So, that was only one thing you say you say you would change, right? Yes. Okay, my fault. I interrupted you. So you got you got two more or are you good? Um hmm. uh, no, well thing I would probably do for uh, it was the change in what again, I'm so sorry. No, so what 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 would you change or, or keep? Uh what, what three things would you change or keep in Destiny Two? Uh, okay. I would probably uh for the change uh better map out some of the maps for competitive because if you play control in some of the maps they're just so one-sided and once that happens you either lose the game or you're just gonna be struggling the whole entire time i feel like each of the maps should be even like about equal for for the control maps that's the only thing i really have an issue with but other than that everything else is fine okay you got anything else um, no, that's pretty much it. Okay, so look, I'm going to play devil's advocate real quick for you for the first one. You said the infusing system. Uh, you kind of have an issue with, uh, especially specifically people that may not have the time here, right, as much as other yeah. people, right? And I hear that. You know, I, I totally understand, but I'm just going to be devil's advocate here. So what about, you know, people that worked really hard? I mean, what does that say to people that worked really hard and now all the grinding and hard work they've earned before things became easy, now it doesn't mean anything? Yeah, I see, I see what you mean with that. But um, it's just like the thing, let's say they have like three characters and stuff like that. They would still have to do the grinding and everything, but for their one main character. But it's just, it's just like a touchy situation, I guess. I think that's why they didn't do it. It's just so that that wouldn't happen. But I, I think it would just be fair. But there's a lot of conflict between that. So, like, I understand why they don't do it, but I understand why they 
didn't do it, if you know what I mean. Okay, well, I mean, how is that fair? Because um, what if I don't want to grind more than one character? What if I just want to do one character and that's it? Why is that fair? Why do I have to? Why am I being punished? You know, why do I have to grind more than one character just so I can, you know, so I can fill a grind? Why can't I just do just one? Yeah. Like, see, there's nothing wrong with doing just one character, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people that actually run, like, three of the same characters so they can get, like, you know, three times the loot. Or people just want to do one character so it would just be a whole lot easier on them so they don't have to, like, worry about doing everything three times as hard or anything like that. Okay, so let's, let's try to find some middle ground then. All right, so what if, how about this? I mean, do you think they should bring back the infusion system back from Destiny 1 where if you would infuse something, it wouldn't be 100% infuse right you feel what i'm saying yeah you understand what i mean i think that would be great actually like if it would be like from like a different character they should like knock it off at least like maybe 10 power levels lower or something like that so then it would just be like oh hey i did infuse it but i still gotta grind to get better gear okay what are your thoughts on um i'll tell you my thoughts but what are your thoughts on uh what's it called the uh milestones what are, you, what are your thoughts on the milestones do you like them hate them what's your thoughts actually i kind of enjoy the milestones because okay. um there's a lot of milestones on the certain places that people don't really know how to fully complete or like how to say like do uh public events like i barely ever see anybody on the forgotten shore or on like um i would say the dreaming city and uh half the time whenever i do it they don't know what they're doing so the milestones pretty much brings those people there to learn and understand the public events and all that fun jazz. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I personally I, I don't like it. I, I, I first when I when I first started, I was actually okay with it. I find myself liking a lot of uh, new things implemented in Destiny Two just just because just for the sake of it being new or just something being different. Mm-hmm. And I liked it at first because it. it, it there was a goal and there was, you know, something I could see, something I can actually strive, right? As a carrot at the end of the sick. But as I soon as I found out, once that once you get the carrot, now you're kinda at a standstill. You can't level up anymore. Okay. Yeah. And now you're stuck. Now I was talking to my buddy Paul and he's saying, Well, why can't I just do strikes if I want to and just do strikes? How about that? What if I don't want to go? Uh to to Nessus? Or what if I wanna do public events? What what if I I don't want to do certain in-game content, which in the Vidoc, we'll talk about, you know, the in-game and what their plan is, how they're going to implement that in the game. We'll get to that. But yeah. I, what if I just want to do strikes? And, and like, like, this also can go, you know, with your argument saying, hey, I don't have time, you know, to do something specific because maybe if I need to do this situational thing, I need to invest X amount of time depending upon what it is, right? Yes. Just to get an engram that may, that I may not even use. You feel what I'm saying? So the reason why I I don't like it anymore is because it actually puts more limitations on you. Do you think it seems like it it, it gives you more options because they're saying it's, I think at first it gives you the illusion of more options because they're telling you what you can get and what you're going to get. You're like, Oh wow. It's because you can actually see the carrot. You're like, Oh sweet. It's it's a definitive way of getting a reward. And there's multiple ways. You're like, Oh, okay. That's not a big deal. But once you complete it all, you're like, there's no point of playing. And you either do two things. You either go to a raid just because it's fun or you play PvP. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Unless you have a specific goal to do trans or whatever like that. And you have, I don't see anyone just roaming the EDZ, right? Yeah, I see, yeah, I see what you mean. You see what I'm saying? Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not here to persuade you or change your perspective. Oh, no, 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 no. no. That's, 
no, I completely understand. You have your opinion, I mine. You know? But, uh, no, yeah, I used to like it. Now I just don't really care for it. But, yeah, so now we're going to hop into the Vidoc and what we saw in there. So the trailer was excellent. You know, people, the the darkness is, is I guess, reviving people. I guess there are uh, the nightmares, I guess what you would call it. But so the Vidoc I released, I believe, around the same time. And um, as I was watching the video, the developers, you know, had something to say. I kind of put some things in quotes and they were saying this isn't about the hive anymore or yeah they said you know manifestations of a guardian sphere or past right mm-hmm. and they also said eris morn unleashed this evil right yes now, regardless if this is on purpose or not we don't even know in the, the the regardless if it is on purpose or not we still have to deal with it and what, what what makes this very interesting is is the is that uh the developers also said that this isn't something that we could just go in shoot kill and then we're done right yes I mean that also lets me know that there's mechanics hello but it yeah. also makes me think that these guys are just going to keep returning and returning and returning and returning right yeah and it makes us think we got to cut this off at the source and we may even get a new enemy faction as well here right yeah exactly like anything could really happen on Lana's. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, so they also said they're adding more player customization, RPG, uh, you know, MMO kind of style. And MMO is just massive multiplayer online, RPG, yeah. role-playing game. So to put it in perspective, more people, more options. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Oh, definitely. Right? And I think that's amazing. Seriously. Because the, there's a lot of things that we talk about in Destiny 1 that, they, that we want them to implement or bring back. Or we talk about, hey, how about we just do this? Or... Like, I'm sure you know, Pocky, that we can't have our cake and eat it too, right? So what I mean is there's always a divide between how we look and also what our perks can do, right? Yes. And I think sometimes we can get lucky if we actually happen to find a perk that aligns with our aesthetics that we like. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I And there's times where you just have to sacrifice the look just for the abilities that you have. And man, I sometimes I don't do that. Sometimes I just suffer, and I'm like, well, I'll just make it work, yeah. and I'll look, <laughs> I'll look cute. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I do sometimes. But like, that's the point of what I was saying earlier about the grind. Is just like then, so I can get the certain perks, so then my character will be as equal to my skill play, and also I can look good at the same time. Which I like that what they brought with the chalice for the uh, for the. I cannot say the name of it. The mag, the new event they just brought out. Uh, the new raid, I guess. Oh, Crown of Sorrows. Yes, like that's what, what I like mean, about. Oh, no, you, oh, I'm sorry, the menagerie. The menagerie, yes. Like what they did with the chalice, where you can actually pick on what you can get. That's what I like because then you can actually get what you exactly want. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Give us more options, and also another thing too, like not only. I know it's hard being a developer, but at the end of the day, gamers don't care what you go through. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying we don't care, but the majority of them don't care. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Because yeah, I get I, yeah, because at the end of the day, we just want a good game because we pay for it, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And we're and still paying for it. We're still paying for it, exactly, right? And we want a good product. And don't get me wrong, I think it's also very important you know, for gamers to have perspective and realize that it is hard to make a game, but hey, we're actually throwing, and at the, at the same time, I mean, we, it is, it is kind of a gamble because I mean, I don't, I don't believe destiny will ever be a finished product. Oh no, definitely not. Right. I mean, There's I believe like so much potential they can do with this game. It's not even funny. 
Yeah, seriously. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. The game should have a foundation built, right? Yes. Build a foundation and then the when I want then build on top of the game, build on top of the foundation and have fun and mix it up. That's when, you know, you can actually have fun with it, right? So, like, you know, I um yeah, just give us more options and uh that's I believe that's what we all want. But another thing that actually I want clarity on things as well, right? I want specifics. Oh, yeah. Things to make sense, okay? Yeah. So when you give me a perk or give me an objective or give me something, for example, the bounties, sometimes the bounty, the description of the bounties are so vague. I'm like, what are you talking about? I yeah. feel like I feel like there's times where you want the developers that say, hey, just talk normal. <laughs> talk normal. Just yeah, say, hey, kill it's- everything on Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, kill everything in Mars. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they don't have some of those things, but I had a bounty recently where it, it was telling me to, I don't know, kill everything and kill anything on any destination, but they worded it so weird that I had to ask, like, what are we, what am I doing? What, huh? Yeah. It's just okay. like for the, uh, for the outbreak perfected, the outbreak prime from D1 is now D2. And it just like, like the beginning of it, like barely anybody knew you had had the Rat King like uh, quest basically almost finished. Like nobody knew that until somebody actually released the video on it because they weren't clear about it. Like you were just saying, they don't. I mean, I believe the majority of gamers find tutorials that someone else already made. Yeah, uh, the majority, and and sometimes I still wonder to this day how these people even figure some of this stuff out. Exactly, like even glitches. You know what I mean? Like, whew, like. Do they really just sit there hours upon hours unless they do a lot of, like, coding and stuff like that just to see, hey, is there, like, a little bug I can just, you know, fiddle with, you know what I mean? But- yeah, no, I, honestly, I don't know. But, yeah, so so the, the cool thing about it is they are bringing uh, – no, I think another cool thing that uh, uh, Bungie implemented is the tracking of bounties and stuff like that. Um, they, you should be able I, – I think you should be, at, should be at least be able to track as much as you want, but I'll say at least 10. Yes, because only be- – is like not good enough for me <laughs> not, it's not good enough man because you have to think about people that are a little bit hardcore i like the fact that you can track things but come on man and I, they, you're even limited to how many how many you can track that aren't bounties right so, yeah so you you can only track three bounties total but if you but you could track other like objectives like triumphs you know objectives right you could track those but you can only track one at a time yeah and, and it's not even accessible to view while you're playing the game, like on the HUD, you actually have to hit the pause menu and go in your triumphs and it shows up in a little box where you're like, oh, okay, which is, that's fine, I guess, but have it show up, you know, when you pull out your ghost as well, just have -hmm. a little tab, you know, like how you have uh, fire team chat and party chat. Okay, do, do do you remember where in PVP, or I think even in PVE, where you could go in fire team chat Yes. If you didn't like join a party, but you can just talk within talk talk to your fire team anyway. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So like have something like that. Something we can toggle. I don't know. Oh yeah. So if it takes up too much space, you can scroll down. I feel like we should have that option. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like cuz they came up with uh, they I can't believe it, but this is something we've been, always been asking for where you can equip multiple emotes at once. We can that's perfect. Yeah. And send everything. Um, good. It's like the same thing with like uh, what we've been asking for is like the shader situation. Remember, we used to be able to dismantle one shader at a time. Remember those days? Oh my gosh, yeah. And now you can go to the crypt park and you can dismantle five at a time, and it's really fast too. So 
it's yeah. like it's, it's just a, like it's a progress and i, and I feel, yeah i feel like just times where they would they would introduce something like they will do what we ask but then there's something else that they're like hey thanks for doing this and thanks for listening to us but why is this here so you think about it right you just made you just made a good example you're talking about the shaders right well mm-hmm. we couldn't we we were sick of deleting one shader at a time why can't we delete these in bulk a bunch you said okay you could delete stuff in bulk why are we delete why is the delete process so slow yeah <laughs> once i mean look one second doesn't seem like a lot but one second is a lot when you have 500 shaders oh yeah i've sat there for probably like five minutes canceling over a thousand shaders yeah seriously yeah. <laughs> personally i didn't mind I, w- I would use that as my you know uh, what do you call it uh, the uh the intermission mode where we would fly in to planets or whatever but man I, that oh was, yeah it's annoying <laughs> okay all right and uh they and uh within the bite they were also talking about changing the way armor perks are the armor perks and mods work which i'm excited artifacts returning Oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be awesome. Right? And they were talking about how there's some of the perks and artifacts or whatever that they'll be kind of synonymous with exotic perks. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I Which like that. Nice. They're giving us more options, okay? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want them to continue. And Well, I'd say, I wouldn't say continue, but I would say I want them to bring clarity to what we're choosing, right? Yes. So we don't have to second guess ourselves like, oh, okay, well, this is it. Um, all right, and uh, another big thing we were you 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 joined our party, and as soon as we talked about talked on this subject, we were, you brought this up. But guardian finishing moves, yes, oh my goodness, yes, dude, it is sexy as fudge, man. Like, it is <laughs> like a Superman punch. Like you couldn't ask for anything better. Like my mind went Superman straight to machinima, punch. like straight to machinima. I was like, yeah. dude, take off the HUD, ex bro. That's a good clip right there. Boom. That's yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. So yeah, you could, and it made me think of Halo, where you can kind of do an executing move. Oh it's, yes. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Yes. In my mind, well, you, I, I, hundred percent, I can put money on it that this is not going to happen in PvP though. Oh no, it's not because then people are just going to be running around Superman charging everybody. It's, like it'll be funny. It'll be something great to do, but you know, it's well, just. I'm not even saying that, that I'm not I'm not even against that. I'm not even saying that would even be a problem if that was the case. I'm saying yeah. I don't think it's practical because in order for that perk to I mean in order for that to apply, I believe you need to push a certain button or hold something down. They happen to bring up like slamming a relic, you know, that mechanic, right? Uh-huh. I feel like that's the same thing. You, you, when you think about it, right? These moves, these animations take time to execute, right? Why would a guardian I don't think you you wouldn't that doesn't even make sense. Why would someone actually sit there and let you execute them like that. You feel what I'm saying? Because if, if only on the only way if you could do this in PvP is if players would react like Mortal Kombat. You know, you kill someone or you knock them out. Yes. They're just standing there looking dazed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. not gonna happen in PvP, dude. Oh no, they're gonna be like, "Yep, yeah, you're just gonna act like you're gonna do that." Yeah, no, I'm just gonna end you with a shotgun or something like that. <laughs> or a fusion rifle. I think yeah. I'll be like. I think that'd be hilarious if someone's like hard scope and you go to the side and just execute them. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> right. That'd be the only montage you have. <laughs> that'd be funny. That'd be a great montage, actually. Yes, it was. Just... Oh. Uh, now, so they also said they want Guardians to experience the end game as soon as they begin their journey, right? Yes. And I think that's another thing that we were talking about. Um, I think that's a very good thing because I'm not saying we're, we're negating the story. But I believe there's a once you, of course, complete the story and do your thing, then you don't have to 
grind for X amount of hours or days just to play in-game content like the raid, right? And mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that it's readily available because, I mean, hey, you know, this also helps out people that may not have the time to do said thing, right? I'm not, yes. like I said, depending upon what you want to do, you may have to invest a certain amount of time, but at least you know it's available, ready to go as soon as you're done, right? Yes. And I mean, like I said, I, I'm not sure how that's going to work out when, when we get there, but I'm, I'm excited for that. I like the fact that they are moving things up and making things available because there's times where I don't feel like doing an adventure. I don't feel like doing this. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes those adventures take like five to 10 minutes. I'm like, geez, like it couldn't have been something quick. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, they also showed some, uh, ex- they showed some exotics in there that were, uh, they, they, they want to feature some, they, they featured a exotic heavy bow that has like a knockback mechanic or explosion. They mm-hmm. showed an exotic trace rifle that when you shoot a target, it creates a giant crit spot, which I think that's very cool. I feel like yeah. you can, you can tell, you can, um, you, you can, uh, partner that with any other debuff that a guardian can do and. Oh my goodness! I think that'd be great. Just imagine that with the Nighthawk. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Look, Oof. how about this? Someone using that trace rifle. Someone has a Celestial Nighthawk, and someone using Melting Point or Tether, or even uh, the the what you call it? The uh, the tractor cannon. Oh yeah, the tractor cannon. Oh my goodness! Yes. And the cool thing is, too, they actually revamped it to where not only the debuff applies to void, you know, abilities or bullets, but it also applies to anything. It's just it just won't do as you just won't do as much damage if you know if you if you uh, if you didn't have void, which is fine. So, oh yeah. But and they also said there's an exotic hand cannon that shoots special ammo. It also has a scope. Yep, it's gonna be the sniper. That'd be the sniper. They also said there's a possibility if you shoot it fast enough, you'll catch yourself on fire. Oh wow. And That's like I said, I mean, there was just something they brought up, but I was like, okay. I mean, I don't, my mind was a touch of malice, but I'm like, it's not the same. So. Yeah, um, but I'm excited about that. It does only just a taste. And they also said they're updating Crucible Labs to uh, to include game types from the past. And oh yes, yeah. So a lot of people don't know about Crucible Labs. I didn't know about Crucible Labs till later on. But Crucible Labs is just a mode where you can test different game modes. So Bungie would okay. intro- introduce a game mode or something, or introduce something, and we would just test it out and see how it would go. But they don't. They did. I think they did a very poor job of letting people know when it drops and where it was at, because yeah, it's it's supposed to be in the Crucible directory, which it is, but it's like in the corner somewhere, and it's not even like visible. Like I don't know. So they don't do a good job, like showing you, hey, Crucible Labs here, boom, boom. Like make it like a neon sign advertisement. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just like, hey, you should come here, or at least have like in the hot bar. When you press your left trigger, when it shows your pursuits or, like, your main things that you need to do, like, have it pop up there. Like, hey, if you access this, then you'll be able to see this. You know yeah. What I mean? Just say, new game mode. Try it out. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, they said that they're redoing the playlist and how they work. So they're building a foundation, which is good. So I'm excited about that. How do you feel about the sandbox in PvP? How, just how, you feel, how do you feel playing PvP? pvp um like as in sandbox as in like matchmaking with certain people or well well, that's that's yeah that's anything sandbox is anything like you know movement speed the loading times the weapons feel anything how do you feel how do you feel playing pvp do you enjoy your pvp experience if you do why if you don't why go ahead 
Uh, I do and don't. Uh, mainly it's because of the certain people that, like, you get paired with. Like, there's a lot of people out there that are not, um, I would say, as skilled as certain players that they should not be matched up with those certain players. You know what I mean? I feel like people should be evenly matched up as a certain skill level, but you're not always going to see that, though. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Destiny 2 has that right now with the competitive scene because the more higher the glory rank you are, the harder the people you're going to face. You know what I mean? But half the time then, they're just, they're also not as skilled sometimes. It's just because they just ride it out. They get lucky with their uh, streaks and stuff like that. Right. Skill-based matchmaking, right? Yeah. Um, I'd say there's times where even if, sometimes that won't even, like, the skill-based matchmaking in, in the competitive, which I do like, but, like, can you imagine you paid to get your Lunas Howe or paid to get a high score, and then you're yep. in that bracket, and now you're facing against people that are actually better than you. Exactly. And, like, that's the thing, though, too. It's just, like... It's just, yeah, it just yeah. dilute system and stuff like that. But you know, yeah, it's just awesome. people. People will learn. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, hey, I did not earn this, so I'm gonna be getting practically my butt kicked. Yeah, and you also brought this up before recently. You were talking about maps and everything. One of the issues you had, or like one of the one of the things you would change and do too, is the, like the PvP maps. Uh, you know, being synonymous with the game modes, and they made this game, you know, with four v four. Made those maps with four v four in mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I happened to see the Widow's Court was returning. I was excited about that. Oh my goodness, I cannot wait for that. I actually did not even see that that was coming back. Yeah, I saw that. Do you I, honestly? I'm. I mean, I know I'm used to it now, but I'm still old school. Personally, I think they should bring back three v three. They I, honestly should, and bring back elimination. I, I just bring back. What's been working for you? Bring yeah. back what I mean. I guess you could say what's work. I guess I guess you could say, quote unquote, what's working for you is subjective. But for example, I'm not saying the Twitch directory is the end all be all. But when Trials of Osiris was live, when people will go to Twitch and look at Destiny, they will find a lot of PvP or, or basically trials. Right when it was the weekend, yeah, the directory was filled and lit up with Destiny players. And I'm not saying the Trials directory is the end all be all, and it's not the even total of the player base absolutely not mm-hmm. but i mean i get that the, the, look and I, i'll give them credit i'll give them credit part of me is just being you know like this is because I, i'm if it's not broke don't fix it right but yeah at, at the same time though you know me being having that entrepreneur you know mindset and everything i like the fact that they are experimenting and are trying things out right yes this is what the crucible labs is for yeah that's what i'm saying so if you're bringing a new game or you're bringing something that's going to change or shift the PV, change the sandbox and shift things around, I, I, I feel like, hey, if there's a new, if there's a new, if you want to introduce a new weapon, like the a week before, or how about three days before you actually release it? Like not a quest weapon, you know what I mean? But like maybe like a new exotic that's just going to drop, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because the quests are actually starting to kind of get a little annoying, a little bit, honestly. In my yeah. field, it's just like okay. Uh, why can't you just put in the loot system and I will just earn it that way instead of like spending like up to a week or two or just trying to get it. And then, and, and then it turns out the weapon's not that good. Exactly. It's just like, Oh, a complete waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude. And so now, uh, Oh, so another, another, another new thing that they were introducing is the new raid location. Now this is for the forsaken DLC. 
the black there they were considering i don't know if it could because things could change by then but the black yeah. garden yes was supposed to be the new it ray better. location huh it better be i i would absolutely enjoy that honestly going back to the black garden would be absolutely amazing i agree with you on that yeah because uh especially with the new darkness coming along i mean who, I'm not saying we're fighting the Black Heart, but I'm, I'm just interested. I, I I just like the the look of that the, that that place. Black Garden mm-hmm. is just beautiful. Oh goodness, yes. Oh, all of the uh, all of the old uh, ancient vex and everything like that with all the mildew. Oh god, mildew like all the mold and everything like that that grew on it. All the fungus and shit. Yeah, I love that good old mildew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, and uh, I'm a um. I'm going to do one more thing. So they, they also brought up the new entry point coming in September called New Light, which is uh, free to download. So you're going to start off where all Guardians came into the world and everything will be available to you for free. Now, let me put that in context. So, so I, I I guess in retrospect, uh, not a retrospect, but I guess in layman's terms, the base game up to a certain point will be free. Yes. To play. Okay. Um mm-hmm. I guess you can say just the base game will be free to play, right? And I think I don't I don't think I heard this, but additionally, they're going to um you you know, you, you like you know, if if I want to play Shadow Keep, I don't have to I don't have to own prior DLCs to play it, which is nice. Yes, so, that is absolutely awesome for some people that don't really want to spend all the money on it. Right. And you, and, and, and if that's the case, that means you don't have to grind throughout a story just to what? Be relevant light level. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, which is also in a nuisance to some people too. Yeah. So um, another thing too, there's actually no more PS4 exclusive, which I'm actually excited about. I like that. Thank God, there is no more PS4 exclusives. Oh, yeah. Because like when D1 got that meteor sniper rifle, I was so jealous because that thing was absolutely insane. Whenever I saw gameplay of it. Yeah, I was a little jealous too. Like, cause uh, when when they were explaining how it works, I'm like, oh snap, that's how it works. So. Yeah, yeah, it looked really cool, but I don't, I didn't see a lot of gameplay of it either. Look, I, I'm saying they have a lot of cool ideas when it comes to exotics. Every and I'll be honest with you, I would have now, for the most part, every anytime I play, anytime PlayStation would have an exclusive, I would get I would get a little uh, I would get jealous at first, but then I would get over it real soon because yeah. once I actually got it, a it would be irrelevant, and two, it wasn't that exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Now the only time this doesn't apply is when ps4 had exclusives to hawk moon yep that that situation right there yeah hawk moon was actually a good hand cannon back in destiny one right it was it had the ability to what two tap or one tap uh yeah two tap because of the perk right because basically you would get luck in the chamber yeah uh wayne oh hold on give me one second no problem. So, someone just tried to call me. Okay, can you hear me, Pocky? Yes, I can. Okay, yeah, sorry. Someone just tried to call me and interrupted the recording. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, well, I'm kind of glad I, w- I wasn't playing PvP around that point because I would have just probably quit Destiny forever. Oh, yeah, because that luck in the chamber perk was insane back then. It, it was stupid. Um, another was... one. Let me see. I do have more information. Give me one second. No problem. Um, oh, so... Uh, Destiny will be available uh, on Google Stadia. I didn't even know about what that. What is that? Okay, so I'm still learning about that. Basically, where you can actually play your video games on any device 
with their controller, as long as you have decent internet access, you can play games on any device. Your phone, your console, your tablet, your PC. I'm like, oh, wow. That would actually be interesting. That's so then will that fall in the lie of the uh, other cross-platform play? That's what I'm saying, because I was going to save the best for last. But yeah, cross-save is actually coming, right? And it makes me think. I, I, and I, I think it's going to apply as well. I, I, I'm assuming it is, right? Because if it's, if it's going to be available on different platforms, then why would you know, – I, I believe cross I – believe, I believe cross-save. That's what I'm saying. I think cross-save would, would, would apply to Google Stadia. So as long as you have an account – on any kind of device, you could uh, transfer your hey, progress. Wayne, can you hear me, buddy? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? Okay, hold on. Okay, you're back. There we go. I have no idea what happened. What couldn't you hear me for? I think a solid, like, minute. And then oh, my gosh. Everything okay, started yeah. going uh, glitchy. You're talking about the crossover and stuff like that. That's Then that's when it cut out. Okay, yeah, so yeah, so for the listener's sake, yeah, we were talking about the cross save. Uh, I believe ever since that person called me, it jacked me up. I got to hear you. Um, yeah, so we're just talking about the cross save and if it's actually going to apply to Google Stadia. I think it will because if we're, if we're available to play on PC, other consoles, and Google Stadia, I mean, that, it, sh- it should be good. So, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. That's all the news that I got. But yeah, I'm, I'm Destiny's future, Bungie's future. I mean, it just it looks very bright. Listen, I'm excited. I, I'm just saying though, Bungie did do a good thing of getting rid of Activision because I'm just saying they would not be able to do any of this right now if they were so partners with Activision. That's all I have to say about that. I couldn't agree more with you. Yeah, because if you're a publisher, you're not really thinking about creativity that much. You're thinking about your your mindset is your ideas make money. Let's make it happen. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. It's their job. It's their job Oh yeah, definitely. To, to be down your throat and say, hey, we're actually spending all this money to publish you and get you out there. You need to make – you need to, we need a return on our investment. So, And we, need, we have a deadline. So make it happen. And uh, with that, there's, there's obviously a con- conflict of interest in there, right, where you, know, you want creativity, but if you don't have the time to do it and it's not providing you the, the, the money, that's what I'm saying. There's just, I think the main issue is just time. Really, yeah. Because, because you know, a lot of people are playing. A lot of Destiny fans are saying, and people, a lot of people are just being faithful to Bungie and saying, "Hey, look, I just want a good product. Take as much time as you need, and then bring it back to us so you can actually have a good game." But Mm -hmm. they couldn't really do that because they had to release content and they had deadlines to deliver because they had a publisher. Yep, that's the exact, and that's that's the exact reason. Yeah, so they release content. But it's crappy content, and guess what? No one's happy. Yeah. So you lose you you lose the customer base, and you lose the public. And the publisher's not happy. So I think it's great that the Bungie and Activision. I mean, I'm sorry, the Activision and Bungie split. That was necessary. Oh yes, it was. It was so much necessary, and I feel like they're going to take this game to limits that we wouldn't have expected at all. And I believe. I've- I have high hopes for Destiny, and I have high hopes for the a new release game if they happen to do it, if this may be their last DLC, which highly doubt it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, 100%. It makes me think of the future. So, like, this is just the tip of the iceberg. They are truly, you know, committing. I, I believe they're, tr- they're making a statement saying, hey, this is where we want the game to go. We don't have any more limitations. And in my mind, I'm thinking, hey, all right, so a better engine, right? 
new console, better graphics, more frames. You know what I mean? If you have more, if you have if you have less limitations, then your your goals have room to flourish. Yes. You have you have time to actually, you know, take in these ideas and actually apply them and test them out and see if they work. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, no, I, I they, they 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 definitely did a good job there. But yeah, so we're gonna end the podcast here because this podcast has uh been well over i think 40 minutes yeah I, oh i think i think a little bit longer than that i think we've been a solid hour i think okay yeah but uh no so poggy thanks for joining seriously hey man no honestly thank you for letting me come talk to you and also for the, all the viewers that are listening thank you guys so much yeah yeah because you're, you're gonna i mean of course you're more than welcome to come back and i'll definitely invite you for more talks oh definitely this was a lot of fun i absolutely enjoyed this yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, since you're here, do you have any uh, plugs you want to put in, like your social media or your Twitch streaming or whatever, or your mixer? Like, go ahead. If you have anything you want to throw in, go ahead, throw it in. All right, sweet. Uh, well, uh, if you guys want to, I am going to be planning on streaming uh, here again soon. I'm probably going to be doing a lot of Destiny content. I'm possibly going to be releasing a uh, montage possibly soon I'm currently working on. So hopefully that will release. I will release that in future time. If you guys want to, you can go ahead and drop me a follow. If you guys decide to at it's at uh, twitch.tv, it's Poppy. So that will be awesome if you guys could. And yeah. Okay. And just to clarify, Poppy is P-O-C-Y? Yes. I-T-S-P-O-C-Y. No spaces. Okay. 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 All right. So uh, I'll, I'll definitely put that in the description. I also, do you have a Twitter? Uh, yes, I do. Do you remember what it is? I can actually look at that right now for you. We can it's a, more. I was gonna say, okay, okay, cool. All right, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Do you have an Instagram? Uh, yes, I do. It's pretty basically. Uh, my Twitter is at hoaxpocky. H o a x p o c y, and then my Instagram is just it's pocky. You can find me at that. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Ah. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll definitely put this in the description of this uh, anchor podcast, but I'll also tag you in it as well and put it in, put your social media out there and tag you in it and make sure they know where to find you okay that's awesome that is perfect okay great yeah so thanks again for joining man i really appreciate it and uh thank you for the listeners for tuning in for uh, to for the true guardians perspective all right and until then we will see you guys later thanks for tuning in pocky see you yep. Yep. see ya.